0: Get it now It's time to sit and relax Get your mind blown away Ain't no skipping this track Have you paid more attention No listening gap Get everything I ever wanted No giving it back Yeah, back Ooh, yeah. Yeah.
1: what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Apron Bump Podcast. I'm your host, the hardest part of the ring, known in some circles as Kyle Bird. Welcome everybody to the apron bump. Did I already say that? Well, you're still welcome. Uh, man. Where, where, where do we even begin today? We got a lot to talk about with ECW House Party 1996. Lots happening. But let me just, before we, before we dive balls first into this, let me just, let me just paint a picture for you guys. In terms of where the hardest part of the ring is at right now. So, first of all, got married last week. It's pretty sick. I'm not gonna get into, you know, I'm not gonna talk about the fucking the flower decor and the and the, and the, and the, and the, and the, uh, I can't even think of other things that were there. My wife did it all. But it was a great time. You know, we both said, I do. I got her name right it's really all you can ask for we had a good time um but i've been very busy the past few weeks full transparency uh all of the uh interviews in november interviews the 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 dialogue right you know the 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 meat of the podcast the, everything that i recorded with other people was recorded either like late october early november Every everything for the rest of the month because of the wedding and Thanksgiving and my my circumcision appointment, like a lot a lot going on. I say that not only that, but with my guests, we had both of us had to reschedule a few times. So actually, I watched this show ECW house party probably over a month ago. I would say about a month ago at this point, as I sit here talking to you guys, I also got a new camera. This this all this all. You know, comes into play here. Got a new camera. Took me forever to figure this fucking thing out. Had to buy all kinds of cords. Had to buy, uh, I had to buy, you know, micro HDMIs. I accidentally got a mini HDMI. I had to download certain software because it's a whole thing. Point is, a lot of effort went into setting this camera up. A lot of, you know, the wedding planning, the wedding itself. I watched this show a month ago. I'm sitting here. My first podcast as a married man. Sit down. I'm looking at you right in your eyes. And I'm going to tell you, I'm here to introduce uh, an episode where we talk about Jimmy Delray's cock a lot. That, that's why I remember <laughs> from this episode. So, I mean, if that doesn't sell you on the episode, I don't know what will. But I mean, there's all you got Sandman. He is here defending his title, of course, as he always is. Against Conan? Sure. Uh, Public Enemy, by the way, this this whole show kind of revolves around the Public Enemy. You know, house party. And uh, this is their last ACW show. Before they skedaddle on to WCW. So, no more Public Enemy in ACW, unfortunately. But, um... They go out with a, uh, not a bang. They don't go out with a bang. They go out with a, um, you know, like when it's icy on the road and you're like, you're driving a car and it's like, R-re-ing. you like kind of skid, but it's like very slow, like a slow skid. And then you just skid into snow and you're, now you're just stuck there. That's how the public enemy leaves ECW. It's kind of just like a, you know, um, What am I even talking about here? But we got a lot to talk about. ECW house party. There's blood. There's cum. There's uh, people becoming pregnant. Uh, Well, they they don't become pregnant on the show. I don't think. Well, one person announces their pregnancy. I mean, maybe somebody else got pregnant. I think um, New Jack might have gotten pregnated by Johnny Grunge at some point. There was a lot going on in the main event. But speaking of impregnation, uh, I... I uh, gave my seed in this episode. I don't know. I have two guests on this episode. We got Kevin Rogue, Duke Bags from the Year of podcast presented by Gorilla Brain Podcasts. You can find the Year of wherever you listen to podcasts. Super, super entertaining podcast, Duke and Rogue. Both hilarious guys, very knowledgeable about wrestling as well. They uh, they kind of have a season format to their shows right now. They're currently in a season where they're discussing or they're they're basically going through the final year or two of WCW. Um, They're in early 2000 where they're at now as of recording this. And man. <laughs> it is. It's a time. I'm going to tell you this. The podcast is going to be more entertaining than watching the actual shows, Um, but they, they've done a lot, you know. Mid-90s WWF, all sorts of WCW and and other stuff as well. So if you like what I do, you'll enjoy them as well. So go check out the Year Of podcast uh, presented by Gorilla Brain Podcasts. All the info in the description below. Follow them on social. Great follow on social media as well. And hey, if you like this type of episode, if you like the ECW, you're like, hey, hardest part of the ring. I really enjoy this first ECW pay-per-view of 1996. I sure would like to venture into the entirety of the 1995 catalog of ECW. Well, hypothetical listener, I got you. Go to apronbump.com, and you can go to the episodes tab at the top, and you could filter, because I cover a lot of eras, a lot of different promotions on this podcast, but you can go ahead and filter to whatever era, promotion, company, uh... Federation, Kumite or whatever it is, filter to whatever you want. You can even filter to ECW and that'll take you to all of the ECW shows that I've covered in chronological order, starting at November to remember 1994, working my way all the way through 1995 and where we're at now, right in the beginning of 96. So uh, yeah, with that, I think we should just get right to it shall we um but first as of recording this there's a whole like twitter's dying thing i don't think i think it's another y2k kind of deal but um i don't even know where it started i think somebody randomly just said hey twitter's gonna die and people just ran with it um but any any semblance of chance of twitter going down make sure you follow me on the instagram uh, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, You you're, hopefully, you're, maybe you're watching on YouTube. By the way, if you're watching on YouTube, get this video a like, subscribe, all that shit. Follow me on all the other social medias. You can find them at the bottom if you're watching on YouTube. But apron bump, pretty much everywhere. So do that. And uh, yeah, let's get jiggy with it. <sighs> Fucking Jimmy Del Rey, man. I have I have a list I'm creating. I don't know what the I don't know what the list is called, but it's we got Jimmy Del Rey's on it, Jim Duggan's on it. Who else is on it? Renegades on it. It's not a good list. It's not a list you want to be on. But I'll tell you what list you do want to be on. It's a list of people that are about to listen to this episode, and that's you. Let's get to it, everybody. ECW House Party. 1996 with myself and Duke and Rogue from the year of Duke and Rogue podcast. But uh yeah boys I'm uh, glad to have you. It's uh, it's been a long time coming. Uh there's something uh, kind of uh interesting about working this hard to talk about Hack Myers and uh <laughs> fucking uh, Axel Rotten but here we are. So right um there. You got you guys got a chance to check out a house party, nineteen ninety six.
2: Oh hell yes! Oh hell yes! I did. I used to love. I used to love this shit, man. And then after like getting about halfway through it, that's that's all I could <laughs> like start fixating on was like I used to love this. Is it my old age? Is old age catching up with me?
1: Mm-hmm. I hope not. I don't. I don't know. Were you guys Were you guys watching live like during this era of ECW? Uh, I was. Yeah. Yeah, it was,
2: well, let me take that back. This is 96, so, no, it was still like try and find a tape type of a situation. So. Uh-huh. But yeah, I was keeping only, up with it.
0: <clears throat> yeah, the only, I mean, I read the magazines, you know, that was kind of the only mm-hmm. real insight that I had, you know, didn't, nobody had the Internet and wasn't on, wasn't on TV. So, you know, if you're lucky, you could find a tape someplace, but.
1: Yeah, I guess you got to be local, right? Because, I mean, I was I was I was very young here. I was like three years old, uh, actually two years old during this show. So I obviously wasn't uh, in the tape trading uh, scene at that point. But um, yeah, going back and watching this stuff, I mean, it's very ECW for better or worse. You're never you don't turn it on. And you're like, oh, is this ECW? No, it's ECW for sure. From the jump <laughs> through and through. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, any other overall thoughts on the show before we uh, kind of get into the matches? I was, well, again, I
2: was so excited because this is something that Duke and I haven't covered uh, a year of mm-hmm. ECW yet. So it was, for me, it was it was almost like a breath of fresh air because we've been covering a lot of WCW, right? So, like, right now we're doing the, the final year of WCW. So it was almost like, yes, this is going to be a palate cleanser. This is going to mm-hmm. really, like like bring me back into some some wrestling that i truly loved and it it certainly didn't do that for me so that was uh that was my disappointment with that man when you said like house party 96 i was excited and just getting through it i was like oh no my my excitement's kind of soured (laughs) just didn't do it for you huh nah man i didn't get i didn't get a moon stem from this one that's for sure
1: oh no that's not what i want to (laughs) hear what about you duke did it tickle your pickle
0: yeah, it 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 was, you know, like uh, like my sidekick there said, it was a it was a breath of fresh air. They're um, fucking cute. The fans, man. the you know, the fans are the the you know, almost the star of the show here. Mm. Uh, they're so loud throughout. You know, it's just it's great seeing them give a chair or a pie <laughs> or a cane or whatever they got. To, to the wrestlers to use, you know, it's like, it's yeah. it's the stuff you dream of, you know. <laughs> um, pie, yes. As I was gonna
2: say, yeah, Duke's always dreaming of pie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I,
0: think, I think Joey Styles, he was always a single guy in the booth, so that's kind of, I don't know. Joey yeah. Styles is great, but it's nice having, you know, your standard two guys there. Yeah, in the later years, I think they brought on uh, Joel Gertner his yep. name. Yeah. Oh yeah, the guy with the 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 perpetual neck brace, right? Right. Yeah. The, the yep. stud muffin. Yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah. But yeah, then, you know, outside of that is, you know, hard hitting action. I mean, it was a show I'd never heard of, so I didn't really have any expectations going into it, and I thought there was some cool some cool stuff for sure. So Yeah. A little bit, a little a little dollop of cool stuff in between the uh
1: the bullshit here, but uh do this. So this this opening segment is like it, it's like every it's like ECW in a three minute nutshell here. So the show opens up. You got uh, I think it's Joey Styles and Bill Alfonso in the ring. You got Bill Alfonso being his Alfonso self, just to like I mean this is early Alfonso, so I think he's even like more exaggerated <laughs> than he yeah. would end up being. Um, and Alfonso's pissed because um, he kind of just recently linked up with Taz. And he doesn't think Joey Styles is conducting enough interviews with Taz. So Alfonso is berating uh, Joey Styles here, and Taz is there. He corners Joey and in the, in, the, in the ring, and uh, is about to choke him. I think he actually does grab him by the neck, but then out comes nine one one to make the save. As he does, and then Todd Gordon comes in and clocks Bill Alfonso because that's also a thing that's happening. <laughs> The locker room empties to separate 911 and Taz. Taz randomly just kills El Puerto Ricano with a suplex, drops him right on his neck, goes back to staring down 911. Then the eliminators come out. (laughs) They clip 911 in the the legs and they gang up on him. Total elimination on 911. And then Rey Mysterio comes out to make the save. But then he tries to jump on the Eliminators, but he just gets caught and slammed. And that's how we enter our opening match. So you guys turned this show on as the first thing you see. What what'd you think?
2: It was way, way too active. Just way too much. <laughs> yes. Like horseshit. It it was. It was like a like an indie promoter on cocaine and an unlimited budget, and just went. We can do everything, right? And you're like, no, no, no. It's the open of the show, and you're like, no, no. <laughs> to open, we're gonna do fucking everything, and like, it's almost like you know how uh, if you've listened to Dusty speak before, he talks about mm-hmm. waking up in a cold sweat with cold sweat ideas. But somebody was always there to kind of bring him back down, and then right. they'd form it. Here, it was like nobody brought Paulie back down from his cold sweat vision of mm-hmm. having just a complete fucking car wreck to open the show it was this it was way too much just way too much
0: i think you're missing the point here kevin rogue <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is this is ecw man this is kind I know of what the fuck it is we're, we're not looking for a polished wrestling product the fuck are you expecting come on i mean man. what do you think the e stands for <laughs> <laughs> i
2: mean that's a that is a fair point That is a fair point but don't you want it like Sure, give me high flying action. Give me an exciting match to kick off the show. Don't give me a giant cluster fuck of. Ev- I mean, everybody was sliding one in there. Everybody. <laughs> I think we had two. What was it? Three total eliminations before the first fucking so awesome. match. Three before the first match. Like, let get get our heads out of our asses here a little, like a little bit. Maybe not all the way, but halfway halfway pull your head out of your ass because this is, it was just mm. too much. I mean being in the audience I think might have been exciting for like the first little bit of it. But then when like the locker room comes like everybody's leaving, everything's fucked. Taz walks away and then Taz comes back. <laughs> like it's just it's too much, man. It's too much. You don't wanna you don't wanna like you don't want to fatigue your audience and your viewers in the opening segment of the of the goddamn show.
0: Extreme man,
1: yeah. They they are <laughs> here, they're queer, and they're they're ready to. uh This sets the tone, I think, for better or worse. I whatever the tone I, I like of the show how, is.
0: Yeah, I like how uh, you know you explain how there's this just just hell of a melee cluster at the beginning. Everybody's down there, and for a guy like me, I'm you know there there are several characters that I wasn't too familiar with, and it's just a bunch of random. There's two sides, whatever, then it just just segues into a match. <laughs> like Are you familiar rep- with El Puerto Ricaño? Uh no. No.
1: How dare you? Not what is that you.
2: uh what is that? Duke, you speak Spanish. What does that translate to? <laughs>
0: uh Al. Uh I think it's the, Ric- it's the Puerto Ricano? Rican.
1: Maybe? I don't know. No Puerto idea. Ricano it's probably asshole because he um, <laughs> yeah does, does he I think he probably gets squashed on this show right probably oh no, yeah no well or did he just get squashed in that opening segment that's all I needed he gets squashed at every show um, but yes like you said that leads us into the that's, that's essentially the entrances for the opening yeah. match here we got a, a tag team match we got nine one one and Rey Mysterio versus the Eliminators the team of John Cronus and Perry Saturday. You got a problem with the team of 911 one one and Mysterio? <laughs> uh, so uh, not, I mean, not
2: necessarily. I just, I was a big Eliminators guy. Mm. Big fan of the Eliminators. So the team of 911 and Mysterio is a little, that's a little fucking weird, but <laughs> it's the, the only real problem I think I had with, with that, with the match itself was when they break into a chicken fight.
1: That was the uh, high point of the match, I think.
2: That, well, okay, that, that says a little bit.
1: <laughs> the oh, got, high point. You got, you got Ray flying around here, moonsaults to the floor. Uh, a couple total elimination attempts, but Ray fights out of it. Um, at some point, the eliminators, they, they get the advantage, and then Taz just comes back for whatever <laughs> reason and starts choking 911 yeah. with a shirt. He does he this like two done. or three times. He'll choke him, leave, come back, choke him again. Yeah. Um, I think Rey Mysterio gets put through a table off camera, which is like so ECW. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, like you said, it ends in a chicken fight. Obviously, you got uh, Rey Mysterio on top of 911, and then uh, the Eliminators on the other side. They play chicken. But Rey hits a Rana off of 9 onto one of the Eliminators and gets the win with a roll-up. And uh, Saturn just obliterates Ray after this with like a Dominator slam, um, and then there's a bit of a, there's a bit of chicanery after the match. But I guess as far as the match itself, uh, any other thoughts on that? What do you think of Perry
0: Saturn with hair?
1: It's jarring. The eyes straight too. I think that's what's that's throwing me off.
0: Yeah, I uh, yeah, it caught me off guard at first. It's a hell hell of a mane he's got. I mean, he's I a didn't, thick boy too. I thought maybe like you know I was thinking of a different guy at first because you know <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't remember him with the with the long hair.
2: Well, yeah, you prefer your Perry Saturn like I do, man. No hair and in jean shorts. That's that's how you want to mm. see your Perry Saturn.
0: The mop in his hand. Yeah.
1: Well, not, no no not, not with the mop in his hand. Yeah, giving a little <laughs> no. strokeski. I get it. Well, maybe you little not a, a, little not a uh, well.
2: I mean, I'm not opposed to a strokeski, but. Uh, <laughs> It was not, I don't know. It wasn't,
1: it wasn't, it, it didn't satisfy me. That's for sure. Did, uh? did Francine getting the total elimination satisfy you?
2: A little bit, a little yeah. bit. I, 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 she takes that so like, it's so scary when, when they give that to her. Cause she fucking crumples, like just so violent crumples. Yeah. Extremely violent and hats off to her for taking that the way, the way she does. Cause that, that is not a comfortable position for your body to be in and to hit the mat the way she did. Ah, hats off to Francine for many reasons, but the total elimination is definitely one of them.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's one of those moves. You just got to stand there and take it. Yeah, because uh, see, so yeah, after the match, because the, uh, the eliminators are ganging up on Ray. So this brings out the pit bulls who uh, take out the eliminators and Francine's with them. The Eliminators take out the Pitbulls, total elimination to Francine, and then they stretcher Francine out. So yeah, it seems like the match here was just kind of a uh a kind of foreplay to the climax, which was Francine getting uh, demolished, which um checks all the ECW boxes, I think.
0: So I mean it's a tour de to force to start the show for sure. Yes. I mean it it gives you It's a... one way to describe it. <laughs> Do you think I I bet I bet Taz after, after every time he came back right, uh-huh. like Polly was probably watching the thing on the monitor and then you know just sending him back out there because he does he does leave and come back a few times. You you mentioned that yes,
2: but it doesn't like it doesn't make any it doesn't make any sense to do it this way. If you want to get to Francine taking total elimination right. Mm -hmm. why do you have that many detours to get there? It doesn't make any sense, right? I'm in Minnesota, and it's like somebody said, hey, man, the goal is to get to Canada. And I said, okay, well, first of all, I'm going to have to stop at Florida. And then (laughs) since since I'm in Florida, I might as well shoot over to Texas. Then I'm going to go over to New York. Since I'm in New York, you know what? Second thought, I should probably hit San Francisco. And once I'm in San Francisco, I'll go to Colorado I'll hang out in Colorado, and then I'll shoot up to Canada. Just drive to fucking
1: Canada. Well, you see, Kevin, this is this is a house party. You know, <laughs> you got there's a lot of things going on at a house party. You know, you got the the dildo in the ass, and then people are drinking beer over here. So that that's what this represents. I gotcha. think that, that's my analysis toward of course. I'm okay with that.
2: The opening is a dildo in the ass.
1: Yeah, so when you really just look at it with that perspective, I think it all becomes clear.
2: And on our show, we always say slide one in
1: there, so. Exactly. <laughs> to there we go. It's all coming together. So am I. So this next match <laughs> is, we have a debut in this next match. We got Axel Rotten versus Rob Van Dam. Coming out here at a gi at a black belt, because anybody that can do kicks has to be a caricature of a karate man of some sort. Um, a little bit question though. Are you how, how familiar familiar are you guys with the Rottens Axel and Ian and their matches that they had together in the mid nineties?
2: Oh, are you talking like the Taipei Death Match? Yes,
1: bullshit? That, that was yeah. that was the uh, the peak of it. Yeah, yep.
2: yeah. I'm I'm familiar. I'm familiar. Not a huge fan, but definitely familiar. No, <laughs> no they're no. a
0: couple pretty violent folks. Didn't they right. got they got
2: in some trouble too? Didn't they later on?
1: I would think so. I would think so. That that checks out um, without having to do research. I believe it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, Axel and Ian, they literally, it was like a couple month span where every show, it'd be some sort of gimmick match. It'd be like a a barbed wire bat match, a barbed wire uh, chair match, a a, a hair match. And then of course the Taipei death match was the, uh, the culmination of that. And uh, that's where Axel Rotten is here to put over Rob Van Dam, I guess. But, uh, this match, it was it was a weird one. I guess maybe it's because in hindsight, we know the star that Rob Van Dam would end up being. It was weird seeing Axel get so much offense in. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. What, what were your thoughts on, on this match? RVD, man. Even back then, just smooth as hell.
2: Just yes. smooth as hell as a, as an in-ring performer. Mm-hmm. And uh, his entire moveset wasn't all there yet but you could see what he was working with and what he was building upon and the athleticism that he possessed. I mean, oh. it, for early, early Rob Van Dam, man, there's, there's not many that, that operated as smooth as he did with the kind of outrageous offense that he had a huge fan of, of his work rotten. On the other hand, not as much, not as, not as much. Oh. The thing that I pulled away from this match is, as far as rotten goes is an ugly, ugly elbow. Like he does not have one of those great, he doesn't have one of those great elbows, right? He doesn't, he doesn't. If you talk about
1: top list of elbows, he's nowhere near it.
0: He's got a hell of a lariat.
1: If you talk about physical, like the look of his elbow or like how he was, uh, or what was he do? I don't remember. Was it like a top rope elbow? It was a flying elbow.
2: Yeah. And it was, it was ugly, man. It was just, it was just ugly. And I'm guessing Add, without actually going back and, and taking a second look. He's got a he's probably got a very unattractive elbow.
1: Mm. Yeah, probably one of the worst. That's actually yeah. a really good point. Uh
0: um, yeah, the um you know yeah it, it was interesting to see him before the you know the R V D thing, you know. Right. right. Like, yeah. Um he's I I guess he's kind of an unknown here. Um which I thought was I thought was it
1: seemed like pretty. it, because the crowd didn't seem to know who he was, and the ECW crowd is generally pretty in tune
0: with, like, Japan and all that. I don't know what Rob Van Dam did before this, but... Yeah, they, there was a Let's Go Rob chant by, like, one guy that I picked <laughs> up on. I love the chants. There's constant chants in this thing. Yeah. But, yeah, just kind of, like, big picture. it's It's pretty crazy, because this is the beginning of 96, and really... I guess the glory days of ECW was really only a couple of years. You know, within yeah. a few months here, RVD is going to be a big star. And then within a year, you know, he's Mister Monday Night when ECW does the like every. You know, everything happens pretty quickly. You know, boy, that's a
2: that's a great point. I didn't even think about that. Like this is ninety six, this is R V D debuting in ECW and within the year he is one of their top stars and they're trusting him enough to invade Monday Night Raw with you know, with him being part of that. That that mm-hmm. really speaks to how great Paul Heyman is at building somebody up into something super marketable, super creative, yeah.
0: On the theme of the house party, though, I think I think you were on pro- You were onto something when you were describing the the melee at the beginning. Like I wouldn't. There's probably a lot of cocaine involved at this time. <laughs> oh, a decent amount. Yeah, which which I guess would explain a lot of that. You know, um, but yeah, it's uh <laughs> that was kind of a little 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 side side tangent there. But his – uh uh. What was I going to say? Yeah, super impressive debut, for sure. Enjoyed yeah. the Let's Go Rob chant. And, you know, you just kind of saw, uh, you know, a preview of basically what he does, you know. And, yeah. Yeah. And like
1: like you guys said, it was, it was surprising how good he was at this point. Because I thought he would, like, build up to become great. And, of course, he does have... Rue, he will get better from where he is at this point, but yeah, he was still pretty much Rob Van Dam. I mean, the moves he was doing, like he was throwing planches to the outside, uh, martial arts kicks from the top rope, uh, standing moonsaults, like all this stuff that kind of seems mundane maybe in the eyes of 2022, but back then, I mean, it was crazy to see this kind of stuff, and uh, RVD ends up winning with a split-legged moonsault, so he's not doing the five-star yet, but still has that split-legged moonsault, and um, Joey Styles on commentary says that the cocky RVD wins, which I feel like Axel was <laughs> being the cocky one throughout this match. But uh, that
2: is a weird thing to say for who, you know, RVD has got to be the baby face in this match. So I was, it the is the whole
1: time. That's what I thought. But yeah. apparently that wasn't the idea. <laughs> weird thing to say.
2: Don't bury your baby face at the end.
0: Uh, just just just, he just he turned uh, out. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I suppose he did.
1: Um, but following it's, that up with a title match. You got one
0: thing? Yeah, can I, can I ask you you guys something? Is Van Damme his real last name? Do That's you a know good question? Because if it's not, then this was obviously just just uh his his character was obviously gimmicked after that actor.
2: I don't I don't think that it is.
0: I don't I'm even f- I'm fairly certain it's not, but I don't I can't
2: say with a hundred percent certainty.
0: You know what I'm talking about, right? The 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 Jean Claude Van Damme. Of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm assuming that that's what it would be from because he kind of looks never, like the guy, same sorts of maneuvers. I don't know. I think that was the idea, yeah. So. But uh,
1: apparently he's uh, Polish or something because his, his name is Robert Alexander yeah. <laughs> S- Yes. S-Z-A-T-H-O-W-S-K-I. S-K-I, so he's Polish for sure. Man. That's someone that, on this <laughs> he podcast, somebody, yeah. that, that is now canonly his name.
0: Rob I was going to say, it's, it's, I was like the Rob <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: Well, thanks for
0: that knowledge,
1: man. I, I appreciate hey, it. Hey, man, I'm here to, I'm here to educate. All right. And uh, so is Mikey Whipwreck, the mm-hmm. ECW TV champion. Yeah, he's uh, defending the belts against Too cold Scorpio. So uh, so this is actually a rematch of the previous show and uh, me watching both matches. They were kind of the same or at least the The endings was, were different, but everything else is kind of similar. Um, what are you guys thoughts on Mikey Whipwreck? I'm, I'm as I'm watching these, I'm starting to think I don't really like Mikey Whipwreck, but maybe that's just me. <laughs> I don't know. What are your guys thoughts? So if you follow his entire
2: story, it is hard not to cheer for him. Mm. Uh, just as somebody that was like how he got in was he was just a ring hand and he worked ring crew and his payment for ring crew was they allowed him to fly around the ring a little bit, pick things Mm -hmm. up and learn a little bit. And I think that the ECW fans knew that and they found that to be super, uh, endearing. And so they wanted to cheer for him. So from that standpoint, yeah, hard not to cheer for him Uh, at the same time. He's not, he's not super entertaining right he didn't really get super i don't know if he was ever super good in the ring but he didn't ever get like decent in the ring until later on like when he started like doing tags with Tajiri mm-hmm. um, and he started working with the sinister minister so at this point it's a really weird fucking thing he looks like a backyard wrestler but i think that's part of the character is to look like a backyard wrestler it's 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 hard to really get into
1: that's like that's my thing though he's uh, he's obviously portraying this backyard this frumpy dude that doesn't belong but he's mm-hmm. At this point, like a Grand Slam champion, he's he just lost the world title. He's been tagged. I think he's actually also tag team champion here. He's a double champion. He wins all the time. So it's like at one point, at what point are you not an underdog? And are you just a, an asshole wrestling in a shirt? That, that's a really good point. Really good point. I, I like I want to counterpoint
2: you on that, but I, I, I can't. Like, I, you're, you're absolutely right. At, at a certain point, I also like, okay, might be yeah. sour
1: because I've watched a lot of them in Ring of Honor and he's. I don't know. He just annoys me. I mean, he's just a bigger version of this and he's just no. buries everybody. It's, it's a whole thing, but yeah.
0: Gotcha. Does he got like the same sort of, uh, underdog gimmick story as Tommy dreamer? Is it no that type of no. thing? Or is it, is it different? No, it's, I don't know it's if,
2: different.
1: I don't know if Tommy's really a under, I guess kind of an underdog, but I think he's more in the mix than Mikey no. is. He no. looks like a wrestler. Uh, Yeah. See, and I think
2: Mikey was more of like an underdog in wrestling, and Tommy ended up. He didn't start that way, but he ended up kind of almost being like an underdog in life.
0: (laughs) It's kind of the difference there, in my in my in my opinion. Something that I've noticed though with uh, with ECW, I mean, you got your guys like your Axel Rotten and Mikey, but there's enough like great athletes to to pair with these guys you know, that it works
1: out. Right? Yeah. Yeah, even at this point, I mean, WCW Nitro is still pretty early on, and they, they've they been plucking, all, like, Eddie Guerrero, Benoit, Dean Malenko. So, they're honestly, ECW's kind of short on the athletic guys at this point, but they still got your Scorpios, and Rob Van Dam, even though at this point, maybe they didn't know what they had. But, um, yeah, the ECW is generally pretty good at, at giving you at least, like, one or two really good, like, te- technique-based, whatever, you've got work rate matches, uh, amongst the, uh, cocaine and blow and hookers. So. <laughs> well, with Scorpio there, man, you know that
2: there's all those things are going to be present. The yeah. open to this, the promo couldn't get into it at all. Uh, Scorpio saying that Mikey's got another thing coming multiple times. Like, no. <laughs> you I'm can only beat have... you like you've never been beaten before. <laughs> it's all the like
1: generic. Yep. <laughs> Threats. Got another thing. He
2: told me he got another thing coming like two or three times. And I was like, no, you can't have multiple other things coming. I want one thing coming at one time. All right. And then we'll move on to the next thing. But he just kept on telling me, you got another thing coming. I was like, geez, how much coming is going on?
1: So you're not a Bukkake guy is what I'm gathering. Ah, boy, you know, there's a time
2: and a place and in the ring is not that time or place. No. A dorm uh, room
1: with a waffle in the middle is is the place. I think.
2: Yeah, exactly. At least a waffle maker in the room.
0: Right. Speaking of which, uh, are we going to mention who's accompanying uh, Too Cold Scorpio?
1: Well, I'll lead into that with a line from Joey Styles. I wonder if woman mouths off like that at home, she'd be doomed and put in a dungeon. (laughs) (laughs) I wrote that down, too. So good. (laughs) Joey Styles is a gem. Yeah, woman, woman out there with uh, Scorpio. I guess it's like a, it's she's with Scorpio, but also saying man. So I guess she's kind of a, uh, I guess that's how managers were in the back in the day. They had several clients.
2: Oh yeah, some um, of us still do.
1: Yeah, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. G- g- were, you, were you a fan of woman in, in Scorpio? The pairing there.
0: Well, she's been a, she's been kind of a mainstay with our program the past few years. Right. She yes. must have been doing. Uh, both promotions at this time. They kind of seem th- to overlap here.
1: Yeah, I, I was thinking that too, because I know like bash at the beach time frame, she's uh with WCW, I guess before that too. And we're almost there, we're only a few months away from that. So yeah, I don't know. I don't really know what happens with her, and maybe she just fades away. I guess that tends to happen. But uh so, does uh so does she have a stable or is it just several guys? I think it's just I think it's pretty much a Scorpio and Sandman. Uh-huh. um It gets things get a little my wires get tied with all the factions and and wrestling sometimes. So maybe I just forget. But
0: yeah, she's a. uh, um, Initially, when we started reviewing shows with her on it, she would just yell for the whole match. Mm. And it was quite annoying. But she she plays the role great. Uh, I think maybe even better in ECW. I'd have to watch a little bit more, I guess. But there's obviously more kind of leeway with we'll see later when, uh, you know, Sandman's whipping out the Singapore cane. You know, you probably don't see that kind of stuff on a WCW.
1: Not really. Not
0: really. Uh, Not at this point, at least. But plus, she's like the only gal in her and Francine, I suppose, probably the whole fucking building. Can't forget Beulah McGillicuddy. She 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 has a bit of a segment later. Oh, right. She is. Yeah. Okay, don't listen to me. I like, <laughs> but I you don't usually don't. Free. <laughs> I, like, I like women's inclusion here. How about that? Yeah, <laughs> that's good. That's a good
1: way to put it. That's not very 1996 of you. But. um... <laughs> So the crowds, I guess too cold Scorpio has put on weight. I mean, he looks in shape to me, but there's a JYD chance. <laughs> there's, there's a, Scorpio hits a moonsault and there's a sign in the background that says pigs can fly. <laughs> I saw that and I didn't I didn't put that together because I
2: didn't catch the chance. But that is right. that is fucking brutal by that by that crowd. I think he looks in fine shape as well. Right. It's like he's not he's not str- you know, he's not strutting like he did in WCW before this, but he's not far off. Call him a pig, man. That's that's out of bounds. <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, I mean the match itself. So, so my, my thing with Scorpio that annoyed me in this match, he would always he'll, he'll do a move and then he'll signal for the 450. And then he'll do anything else other than the 450. He'll like stew this. And then he'll just like start punching him and then suplex him and all that stuff. And like the match, it's like Scorpio dominates, but he doesn't want to pin him. Like he'll start pinning and they'll he'll, he'll pick his shoulder up. And it's just like relentlessly like that over and over again. Um, then uh, but ultimately uh, Scorpio hits a tombstone power slam. He goes to the top, hits the moonsault, but let's Mikey up it too, because and I should say that the, the, their match that they had in the previous show, this was the same thing that happened, and Mikey ended up rolling him up for the win. So it's like, did, did Scorpio now learn his lesson? <laughs> uh, but then uh, ultimately, Mikey starts fighting back, hits a cross body from the ring into the crowd, onto Scorpio, which is nuts, and then uh, Scorpio hits a, a back suplex in the ring off the top rope. Mikey hits the ref on the way down, knocks the ref out, and then Raven comes out and DDTs Mikey, and this allows Scorpio to hit Mikey with a power bomb and a moonsault leg drop. Crazy, and that gives Scorpio the win, and he's the new TV champion. So uh, lots going on here. But uh, what do you guys think of it?
2: That was like that was great. The the, the part that bothered you, I loved
1: <laughs> because.
2: Because he was doing it just to, he was toying with the fans. Everybody wanted to see him do that. And he was, I mean, he was always pretty much a face prior to ECW. Yeah. So he's just, he's hes taunting. It's almost like when uh, uh, Cactus Jack was doing the he's hardcore bit, right? And he wasn't right. giving them what they wanted. So uh, kind of the same, like that part I love. Like I guess he just, works me, huh? Yeah. Fuck, fucking the fans over. Like you guys want to see it, right? And it was like, yeah, we want to see it. Well, I'm not going to give it to you like that that part of it is just is brilliant i love it uh scorpio overall is is always fun to watch in ring performer that that moonsault leg drop bit <laughs> that he does is fucking mind blowing uh a guy with that athleticism especially coming up with moves like that at this
0: time just especially uh, a fat guy well. yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah i i <clears throat> i enjoyed this match you know mikey had Mikey's got 2 3 moves maybe. That's all he really needed cuz you know Scorpio has several more than that that are, you know, that are just outstanding to to watch and you know I I really enjoyed this match. Uh yeah, that 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 backflip leg drop was great. Hit him with a couple of good kicks. And then like a chair gets involved at some point, it oh, yeah. gets like set up, and then uh, someone gets bulldogged onto it. Bulldogged a I... chair, yep. Yeah. The yeah, the flying man into the crowd. That's uh, that's kind of a staple of ECW. It's always nice to see. Yeah. You know, A little fan participation. You love yeah. to see it. Um. So, so, woman's got all the gold here.
1: That's that's what she's there for. I guess that's seems kind of cheating to just pick the champions to manage and then now you all of a sudden have all the champions but you know teach their own teach their own yep but, to eat uh, his bone you know, what's up well, speaking of which mag myers sure ate taz's bone because uh good god almighty so for, are you guys familiar with the shah i very um boy what was the he had
2: a different gimmick. I want to say. I don't. Recall. He's always
1: been the Shah to me. So.
2: Okay. Yeah. I'm. I am. I'm familiar with him, but certainly not a big fan of his.
0: I got a. Oh. I got a question mark next to the Shah. So. <laughs> what's what, what's no your idea. question? What's what? What is there not to get? Is this just a a, a name? If it's I just mean, a name. I get it. <laughs>
1: what's the? I think I actually did this last time. What what, what is the definition? Of Shah, because I mean, that, that'll just give you all the answers. All right. Shah, a royal that was historically used by leading figures of Iranian monarchies. So, okay. I guess he's Iranian. Yeah. I would assume. The uh, name, like Hack miners. No well, way.
0: <laughs>
1: you know, I think he uh, he just hacks people, you know? So, um, right. I don't know. Yeah. The only
2: reason why I knew, uh, Shah, at all, is because Iron Sheik was actually the bodyguard for the Shah years years ago.
1: Like Hack Myers? He was Hack Myers' bodyguard? That's that's good to know. Uh, that's a fun Shah, fact. Actual Shah of Iran. Are you the, implying to me the... <laughs> that Hack Myers is not an actual Shah? Uh, not the Shah of
2: Iran. Maybe the Shah of Philly, which I. I
1: mean, right, you know what? How, much, how
2: much royalty is there?
1: Look, they need a Shah, and he was there to Shah them, so.
2: But there is, there's one thing that we, we cannot address uh, or that we have to address. We can't move forward without addressing. However I'm supposed to say it, I fucked it up, it's okay. The referee, can we talk just a minute about this referee Please. wearing wind pants and <laughs> your standard issue fucking sneakers? Like, I get it, right? I, underst- I understand wear sneakers that are comfortable, but you're an official right don't put on your windbreakers and go to the match and could you how annoying would that be as an in-ring performer just to say, swish 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 swish, <laughs> swish 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 the entire match who i have no idea who this 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 official is but i could do away with him if i was the Shah, you wouldn't see him again
1: do you uh <laughs> do you just have a problem with windbreaker pants in general like in your Might daily be. life you go to like yeah. a convenience store there's some guy with a with you know the of sh- 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 pants and you just well, get let's get. I mean, let, let me cut you right to the core. Do you like windbreakers? I don't really have much of an opinion either way. I've never really had a, a good or bad thought about them. Maybe that's I, the I, you know what? You gotta start I was thinking actually about them. back in the day as as a young lad. I actually wore uh, the ones that you like zip off, and they become shorts. <laughs> oh, man, uh, you so were now. Not only am I wearing them, I'm not going to do this. Sh- 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 up yeah. in the air with him yeah Classic. you're that
2: stone cold stunner back then huh stone cold <laughs>
1: pimp number one stunner that's you. going in that sport mode some may say <laughs> <coughs> i just I couldn't, say I couldn't i
2: couldn't stand him i saw him in the opening segment and he caught my eye and it went oh i hate that motherfucker and then he comes out for this match to refer and i was like no 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 it's okay if you're out there for the bullshit Right. But don't actually be, like, don't actually be involved. Like, don't actually have a job to do. Because, I mean, look the part, just look the part a little bit. Like, a little bit. Windbreakers don't help you with that. Mm,
1: understood. You said earlier that you, it was, like, halfway through the show where it started going downhill for you. Was it mm-hmm. tied to this guy's pants? Could be. Could be. That's a fair assessment. That's fair. That's fair. You know, that takes a star away from any match is the the pantery of the ref. It's all good. But I don't think Hack Myers was paying too much attention to it because he was getting all kinds of CTE and broken necks throughout this entire match. Uh, it's pretty much just a showcase for Taz. He's 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 kind of recently transitioned from like the Taz maniac and just kind of a, a regular guy into this killer. Um, so it's pretty much just a showcase for Taz and what he can do. He's doing all sorts of, you know, head and arm Taz plexes and all these intricate soup. The class of styles here was hilarious because Taz was doing all these like judo throws and yeah. these holds, and they used to have Hack doing these shitty jabs at Taz. <laughs> but Of course, Taz wins with this, the uh, the Taz mission for a quick tap
0: out. And uh, yeah, it comes out looking like a monster. What do you guys think about it? Uh, Taz, he's a, he's a bad man. That's for sure. Um, he's out there with Bill Al- Alfonso blowing the whistle. Uh, he does. Uh, I mean, he did it in the opening package. I mean, he. It's om- It's so over the top. It's almost a parody of a heel uh, manager. Mm. You know, yeah. it's just so annoying. But it's yeah. you know you love to hate him, right? Uh, he's he comes out. He's wearing the the damn uh, Emmett Smith jersey. <laughs> I should yes. mention this son of a bitch took place in Philadelphia, so that's yeah. uh you know, <laughs> Hey you he got your
2: son of a bitch call.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for it. Yep. <laughs> um But yeah, you know, it's it's just kinda yeah, Taz master class part two, you know, because yep. he already came out there and kicked ass. Uh, mm-hmm. so I mean always cool to to see Taz. His his career was, you know, cut shorter than it should have been. So it's kinda of cool to see him in his prime here, I guess. Just I would say so, yeah. All sorts of suplexes. Yeah. Uh, no, Taz I didn't is Yeah, think, think Hack stood a chance, really.
2: Well, no, of course not. Taz Tez is a complete and total badass to like the the nth degree. He is as far as his in ring work, I always thought his in ring work was was really crisp. I, I have always enjoyed Taz's work. Mm-hmm. Uh especially here. He just he just brought a different element. Uh, into the ring with them that not a lot. You weren't getting a lot of anywhere. I mean, anywhere else. Nobody really brought his style in but him. And, and I really loved, really loved Taz. As much as I loved Taz, I hated Bill Alfonso and that goddamn whistle. <laughs> I there was nothing good about the whistle. It was uh, while watching this, it reminded me it'd be like if you gave Jimmy Hart a whistle. That's exactly what you you would expect. Just jumping right. everywhere and nonstop blowing the whistle. I wish somebody would have taken that away from him. I I, I hated it. I Almost as much as wind, windbreaker pants.
1: <laughs> There's so close. much you're, you're hating in this it's match. Yeah. You're good, not even uh, looking at the wrestling.
0: <laughs> yeah, good heel work by the two non-wrestlers in this one. <laughs> <laughs> that ref got great heat. <laughs>
1: shit man yeah i totally agree about taz because i mean like mma isn't nearly as mainstream back then as it is now so when you got guys like taz and guys like rvd i guess that's why they both became such big deals is because it's such a unique thing at the time especially in pro wrestling Uh, at least american wrestling i guess yeah um but uh speaking of american wrestling we got a great representation of that in this next match we got the gigolo (laughs) <laughs> yes, sir. Jimmy Del Rey. That's uh, the <laughs> biggest pop Jimmy Del Rey's ever gotten in his
2: life. Hold your fucking tongue. Right? <laughs> a, Jimmy Del Ray is a goddamned national treasure. Is there right? Yes. Oh, right. Yes. Okay. He is the greatest wrestler maybe in ECW's history. He's
1: not the greatest wrestler in the heavenly bodies. Well, it's been
2: nice chatting with you, man. Where's the <laughs> click and see you later link here? What's the... F- oh, man. Jimmy Del Rey. The gigolo Jimmy Del Rey, man. He is, so yeah. I, I, let me let me give you a little insight into who I am as a person. Oh, uh, Jesus. I have a one-of-one one custom uh, Sam Evans art piece of gigolo Jimmy Del Rey in my master You bedroom. know
1: why it's one-of-one? Because one? you're the only one that's asked for it. <laughs>
0: I bet you're I bet one-of-one <laughs> one guys who's who has that in your bedroom
2: well you're two of two cocksuckers that don't know better because I, there, <laughs> there is gigolo jimmy all right he is he is boy uh, well heavenly bodies especially my favorite tag team ever and gigolo jimmy he just he just greased that 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 wheel baby every time he was in the ring he was oh, greasing he was it was, yeah oh man
0: Whew. is that the is that the reason we were we were uh invited on for this show <laughs> yeah, well-known Jimmy Tell Ray marks is like I need this. Because, I need this you know, in this show. Kevin's got uh, kind of, I'd say, borderline unhealthy affinity for the gigolo but seems like it. So I'm learning. Uh, you know, uh, why, don't, why don't you why don't you tell us how, about how great he was in this one, there, guy? The, the, this match, I'll
1: tell you, I'll tell you this. This match <laughs> sucks so much that they cut most of it. It was just highlights. First of all, we should say, who's Jimmy Delray facing? <laughs> He's facing Bubba Ray Dudley. The uh the one of the hottest acts in ECW at this point for some fucking reason. Got his stutter going. Oh, who's he with? He's not out A there alone. He's got Big Dick. He's got Chubby. He's got Dances With. He's got Sign Guy. A- among others, I'm sure. Devon's <laughs> not there yet, but um Bub is here to face off against Jimmy Delray. Uh Bubba, to, to, to Jimmy Del Rey's credit, he gets out of the stutter bomb, which is my favorite move of all time. It's a power bomb, but he stutters, picking him up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I said, it's the, the, uh, it's they, they cut. It's just like almost like a highlight reel kind of a match. At some point, Mr. Hughes is in the ring, which, by the way, Jimmy Del Rey is with Mr. Hughes. I guess they're a thing. Uh, Bubba's giving a splash to Mr. Hughes off the top rope. And um, does the match even have a finish? I don't even know if I like noted the finish. How, how is this match in? Tell me.
2: Well, first of all, I'm going to I'm going to have to correct you here. Please, the match please. was match was not was not spliced together because of anything but Peacock and right. vul, vulgarity. So let's 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 make okay. sure we're right there. Well, what all was right? the
1: vulgarity that we missed? I wish I could tell you, but Peacock cut it out. They didn't cut so, out the Taipei death match, so I'm 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 leaning towards you're full of shit. Um, you can lean whatever way you want; doesn't make you right. So right. it was. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, that was there was a swinging DDT, and then they transitioned, and there was another Bubba DDT, and then there was a transition. I don't know what they were doing transitioning away from the greatness that is Gigolo Jimmy Del Rey. I I, I don't I don't know. I can't answer that. Yeah, uh,
1: it's unanswerable.
2: Yeah, so there, and then they kind of celebrated there. They transitioned to the celebration. I don't, I don't know what the ending was. I'm in my, in my mind. Gigolo Jimmy definitely went over and and had a great time doing so. That's what I'm sticking with as well.
0: Well, as long as it happened in your mind, I think that's all that really yeah. matters. Yeah, Gigolo is not victorious.
2: What the fuck are you <laughs> talking about?
0: <laughs> I just definitely saw dreams get crushed. Um, okay, so. We get to see Bubba Ray Dudley doing a jiggle thing, and Jiggolo Jimmy doesn't even. You think maybe that's what? Why they cut it out? Because he was doing his j gi- Jimmy, and it was too, you know, sexy right. for TV. Well, that, I was gonna say if he's, if, if
2: he's doing the 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 jiggolo, right? He's doing his Jiggle Wiggle. Uh, there's gonna be cleanups across households across America because that is a moist spot, right? He's, yeah, yeah. He's, he is he is uh Dev, he's greasing. he's greasing up household to household if that's broadcast on t v yeah,
0: at least Mr. your Hughes, household. Uh, uh yeah i don't i don't i don't know how they became uh how they became came buds i guess that doesn't it's j- so it's just Gigolo Jimmy here. There isn't a, the heavenly bodies aren't uh, So,
1: the heavenly bodies were there in ECW as a team. I forget what happened with Tom Pritchard or I'm sorry, with Zip. Um yeah. <laughs> but at this point he is Zip and the Body Donnas. Uh, so, well, I never really cared to research it. I'm a big heavenly bodies guy. So I didn't, I didn't really think to dive deeper into it. I was like, oh, Zip's gone.
0: Now it's just got d- dumbass Jimmy here with Mr. Hughes for some reason. You don't you don't got the that tag team on your wall? <laughs> I can't say that I do, but um yeah, I don't either. What about you, Kevin? Do you?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah big yeah, ass painting, <laughs> one of one, man.
1: Right in the, right, my my, my master,
2: right in my master bedroom. Actually, my side of the bed. So when I wake up every morning and get out of bed, the first thing I see is is Doctor Tom Pritchard and Gigolo Jimmy Delray. Man, it's it's that's how that's why I'm so happy all the time. Is it on your ceiling?
1: Uh, No, the wife wouldn't let me put it on the ceiling. Right. That'd be ridiculous. Right. (laughs) What a silly question for me to ask. But um, maybe Mr. Hughes is there because he's got somebody that's going to teach Bubba some proper English. And who better than a dean to do that? (laughs) The return of Shane Douglas uh, to ECW. He's been uh, he says he's been in purgatory. And that things need to change around here. So I guess the franchise is back. He slaps Bubba, and uh, the former Intercontinental Champion, I guess, was not too happy with his WWF run.
2: Yeah, with good reason.
0: Yeah, I've never seen Shane or Dean Douglas happy ever. It's <laughs> a good fact. <laughs> he is always pissed. I mean, it works for him. You know. Yeah. Uh, works for him as a as a character.
2: Maybe you should get a painting of the heavenly bodies in his room. <laughs>
1: that would just make everybody happy, right? Yeah, that, that, but it's one of one, though. So, like, you know, that's true. I'll, I could take a take a picture and send it to him. Is that an NFT? Is that what that is? Maybe
2: I should do that. Maybe I should just randomly. I should take a picture of my heavenly bodies, and then I'll tweet at him. Here you go, Shane. Have a yes, good day.
1: With no How context. do that.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's not bad. You could turn everything around for him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's he's kind of an ungrateful prick, really, bitching about the, you know. He was given the Intercontinental title. Right. It was given to him. Well, I mean,
1: the... Just uh, the be nine... happy with your life, man. <laughs> the the um. nine sailors that sodomized Shawn Michaels, I think, were to do with that, I think. But um, that's neither here nor there. But right. we got a... Uh, we got a little segment here with Joey Styles. He's, he's in the ring with dancing Stevie Richards. <laughs> and Stevie's, of course, got Blue Meanie and Beulah McGillicuddy with him. And Stevie's like, no longer dancing Stevie Richards, which, by the way, I've never once heard him called dancing Stevie Richards. But, you yeah. um, know, <laughs> he says, I'm now Studley Steve, the king of swing. He's <laughs> going on about Missy Hyatt. I guess he titty fucked missy hyatt at some point i don't know um (laughs) had a boy studly steve (laughs) yeah they'll call him (laughs) studly steve for a reason he says uh he says he's the new american male american male and he says he wants to kiss beulah so he just goes over there and tries to kiss her uh then beulah says she doesn't want to be touched and she shoves stevie and stevie's like is it because you're raven's girlfriend and she's like, no, it's because I'm pregnant. <laughs> Raven comes out. Raven's pissed because he thinks it's his baby. Raven it's calls the, her that's an right idiot. the right
2: response, too. I'm going to that
1: out. <laughs> <laughs> One pill at a time, idiot. Yeah, right. it's right box. <laughs> that's what Raven said, by the way, not me. Right. Uh, yeah. And people are like, what do you care? It's not yours. So obviously it's got to be Stevie's, right? So Raven starts Mm -hmm. beating up Stevie, and Beulah's like, No, it's not his either. Then everybody's like, What? Whose is it? And she says, It's Tommy's. So Tommy, who pile drove Beulah a couple weeks ago, apparently right afterwards, (laughs) gave her his seed. Pile (laughs) drove her again, huh? Am I right or am I wrong, everybody? It's
2: a pile driver than a load driver.
1: Yeah, okay. When me and my this, wife are ready to have kids. That's how I'm going to. That's how I'm going to. Can I give you a load driver tonight? Yeah. going to try my new move. Got a load <laughs> driver. I,
2: this is such a classic fucking ECW segment. This was on like all of yeah. the, like all of the like hype videos and stuff like that. It's her yelling. It's I'm pregnant. Like such a classic, like memorable scene for ECW. And then you watch it back and you're like, Wow. Stevie's Stevie's going to catch charges doing that. He can't be. He can't be doing that. <laughs> like, not, o- <laughs> not OK. I loved the shot at the American males. I thought that was fucking hilarious. It was like, what brilliant. did
1: the American males do? What did Buff Backwell ever do to Stevie?
2: Oh, boy. What he didn't do or what he did do, it's hard to say. But yeah. it was I loved I loved the segment itself once it got to the like I'm pregnant right then it took off for me up until then like just listening to stevie wasn't wasn't super into it now you know the breaking news that he was titty fucking missy hyatt uh, yeah, you know yeah. g- gives me a little, little bit more pleasure in it and then obviously the pile driver to the load driver i'm finding more and more appreciation to the entire thing so uh but overall classic segment that that is still
1: kind of like it's not a miss it's not an entire miss no no i mean this whole feud was was pretty uh, it was a high point at this point for ecw yeah. i think
0: yeah, Studley, uh, Studley, Steve. He's uh, kind of an underrated character. He's good on the mic, you know. He's got Agreed. moves. A uh, blue meanie. He doesn't really do anything, but a hell of a sidekick, you know. They yeah, a pretty simple. Simple get up with their short shorts and their half shirts. It's just funny to look at them, you know. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's a. I I think it's a good good segment, for sure. I enjoyed it.
2: Not not for women, though, necessarily.
0: <laughs> no, not the best. No no. no, no. Yeah. This wouldn't be a... Um... How, about, how about Joey Styles, though? This guy's calling the action by himself, and he's interviewing folks. The cardio in this man is ridiculous. He has to this run back is... and forth
1: all the time? God. He's
0: he's making this show happen, really. Yeah,
1: this is pre-Peloton, so he's really getting after That's it That's actually a very good point. Yeah, yeah, I didn't really think about it that way. Um... <laughs> So this segment, it was good. I think it could have used a little bit more pies. Oh, wait, no, it did have a pie. It um. So Tommy <laughs> comes out because Beulah's just getting, you know, berated by Raven. How could you do this? And then Tommy comes out to save her. Um, Beulah gets a frying pan at some point. I don't know if Tommy hands it to her or some, someone from the crowd throws it or whatever the hell. Uh, hits Stevie and Meanie in the head with this frying pan. Uh, then Tommy and Raven start going at it. There's somebody that brings a Tommy use my sign sign oh,
0: yeah. uh,
1: Tommy hits Raven with it and DDTs him onto it and he takes off like the the paper that's around it it's a stop sign which is fun and then uh, someone apparently brought a pie to the arena and Tommy grabs the pie and th- it, does he pile drive Raven or Stevie Richards on the pie I forget someone gets pile driven on a
0: pie that, that's well, all we really need to know I just yeah
2: I was, I didn't write down who it was that received it I just wrote down pile driver on pie.
0: Yeah. Probably Studley Steve. Yeah. I just like that name. I'm going to keep saying it. <laughs> it's never too late to make that catch on. For now
1: on, yeah, when we it's see true. Stevie Richards. Studley Steve. Studley Steve. And then, uh, so somebody has pie on their hair. Probably pretty pissed about that. Tommy and Beulah hug.
0: And then, Do you yeah. suppose that there was any kind of, like, you know, security at the door? Checking say weapons. say that. Yeah. Why
2: well, you think that? It, like it's it's like the fucking Beagle Boys getting a, bringing a nail file in with their pie.
0: Well, that's like what the what that sign was. Ah, that's a, a good stop point. sign wrapped yeah. in a sign, man. Ooh. I would guess that was a plant, though.
2: I would guess that was a plant. The pie I think is probably more welcoming, but I think the
1: side had to be. What's it, had this? To be a pie. It's a pie. Why you got a pie? In case I get hungry later, asshole. Leave me alone. <laughs> Right, or maybe uh, like maybe they had a bake sale, like
2: a bake sale, an ECW bake sale before the yeah. event, trying okay. to raise raise some funds. It makes sense. <laughs> do you think the wrestlers baked? Wait, 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 I hope wait, wait, wait,
1: wait. so. What do you think Jimmy Del Rey would bake
2: in a bake sale? Oh boy, just anything he does is fantastic. I I figured Jimmy to be like an oatmeal raisin cookie guy because it's a treat, but it's also right. it's a sensible treat. So and he well, cares about sang. your health.
1: Yeah, that's why yeah. he's so. Uh... That's why he's a gigolo, right? right he's not a yeah. jiggle He's a gigolo. Right. By the way, I was praying you would say cream pie, but, you know.
2: I thought about it, but that was the easy joke, and I didn't want to take it.
1: Oh, easy joke. Oh,
0: you. <laughs> so, <laughs> we, uh... got. <laughs> well... So, uh, Tommy knocked up uh, Beulah. Yeah, speaking of cream pies... yeah. Uh, there it is. There yeah, it is. We're all out came of fun. around. So, so a- that's pretty big, right?
2: I don't know. He wasn't doing me. <laughs> I don't
1: like how okay you like looked at me when you said that. <laughs> I, was wait- I was waiting for you, you got you got a cheap hand. joke there, buddy. Is nope. that what you got? <laughs> Nothing. No long no low-hanging fruit for me not this time. But uh, we got some Conan in this next match for some reason. Very colorful Conan. He's uh here fighting for the ECW World Title against the champion the Sandman of course accompanied by Woman Woman <laughs> Woman <laughs>
0: <laughs> I had to get it in there Yeah I it.
1: appreciate it You had to Conan
0: with the title shot
1: yeah, what do you guys think of Conan's uh, his look here? I guess it's like his classic look before the Dungeon of Doom, and you know the whatever the hell with Rey before Mysterio Cho-
2: Cholo Conan
1: debuted. Right. He was
2: this yes. is this is uh, this is classic Conan. I didn't care for the look, but it it, it was a look.
0: It was uh, Joey Styles says that he's covered probably a thousand Conan matches, and he wears something different every time. Which I've I've only probably seen fifteen of them. On our quest through WCW, yeah. But I've not seen this particular getup, so I mean, mm-hmm. who am I to say that he's wrong? But yeah, he's got black and it's a black and red wrestling garment a lot of with tassels. like this with this blue jacket cape thing with the fucking gold mask. It doesn't doesn't match at all. It's pretty bad. Uh, yeah. I do like his, you know, it's I I guess as part of his his shtick you know he's a he's a rare mexican guy without a mask so he's got this other weird shit happening but mm-hmm. uh great wrestler looking for, I, I i didn't expect to see him you know wrestling the same man for the title so this is a treat yeah
1: you kind of just randomly popping in here it's not even like this is a match that's right. been built up It was just you know kind of a showcase match um but yeah, to your point, great wrestler Conan. And that's kind of how the match starts with uh, some like shoot wrestling, you know, just like amateur wrestling style. Sandman, he uh, he slides out of the ring. <laughs> he looks at the camera and says, you think you can out wrestle me, Conan? You got another thing coming. It's like, <laughs> again, why is again. he again? <laughs> looking... What is everybody's listening to Judas Priest in the back all of a sudden? Hey, what man. the fuck? It's the era of grunge. Let me tell you. They're, they're all. uh <laughs> anti-authority clearly (laughs) but uh oh by the way there's also a bischoff's gonna fuck you chant um i guess conan's on his way to uh wcw or he's fucking bischoff one of the two uh and a package deal yeah (laughs) (laughs) that was a rider that was put in yeah i like yeah no i get it i get it uh good amount of blood in this match you got pretty physical we got some tables in this match some chairs some barricade shots uh at one point sandman he sets a table up in the ring and uh eventually uh conan ends up reversing a superplex from sandman into like a gourd buster through the table and uh woman gets involved towards the end uh hits i believe she hits uh conan in the back with the cane And at some point, both Sandman and Conan both have canes in their hand. They're like sword fighting, basically. And eventually they both hit each other in the face at the same time. Knocking each other out. It's a double knockout, folks. Thoughts? Boy, so... (laughs)
2: i loved the way it started with the good like with the great wrestling of Conan uh, he had a great uh submission like a deathlock variation early in this match that looked really nice mm-hmm. uh, but then it just it just like it just devolves Uh, like so much of the ECW matches do. And that, that part of it, I just, it, it started to lose me when Sandman sat down on the table and the table broke, that fucking made me laugh. Like nobody's business. (laughs) Like, don't I understand like they have to gimmick the tables, but like when you see that, like it's, is it overly gimmicked? I don't, I don't know what causes that. Or did that Sandman not weight training as much as he normally would? I don't (laughs) know. Um, the boy, there was one thing in here that fucking got me just riled up. Oh, Sandman. So I, I've i always I was always a fan of Sandman, but the wrestling and Zubas, man, it just <laughs> like it, it? It, it just there's something there's just something there that in this match particular, it just it just kind of it made me feel a certain way, like just for the job you want. And that's certainly not what he was. He's a world champion. He's fix it the, up a little
0: bit. He's wearing the knockoff Air Jordan sneakers too.
1: Yeah,
2: it just—it just it just <laughs> well, it wasn't.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's an <laughs> it athlete. Needs to be aerodynamic. Oh Well, how, how is you know Conan and his tassels and his colorful is all of his colors into one singlet? Like how is that? You know, okay, but you have Sandman and his perfectly you know aesthetically pleasing pants. You you have a very particular taste of pants, is what I'm learning.
2: That uh, yes, that's very true. That's very true.
1: Uh, that part of it, I don't, and he always he always wrestled in like fucking
2: zubas or jeans, and I preferred the jeans over the zubas. They just the mm. zubas don't they don't look fucking right, and they look like they're gonna fall off. I was a little worried that we, that we were gonna we we're gonna see his little nighty night there. Um, you know, <laughs> obviously we we didn't, but. So that was that was and then the, the the finish with the double knockout and then uh Sandman getting you know getting to his feet first was that was fine except for they just went through a fucking wicked battle back and forth and back and forth with all of the like all of the extracurricular bullshit and mm-hmm. that is how it ends that part of it I mean, it's different right creatively it's a little bit different than what you expect so I give him credit there but it really wasn't I wasn't super pumped up about how it finished
0: Yeah, I like I like while woman pulls up Sandman by his hair, uh, that's how he gets to his feet. I thought that was kind of a cool, kind of a cool, weird little touch. Uh, Yeah, did you notice the? uh, You notice the blood on the uh, the zubas in the crotch area? Yeah, (laughs) I was wondering what that was about. Was was it there at the beginning of the match? No,
2: the catheter situation. Hmm. Uh, he probably wants Conan... to get that
0: checked out. I mean, <laughs> just I. I mean, Kevin and I saw the Sandman probably ten, twelve years ago, and he was just a mess. And uh, he's a mess here. It's really he does he does a good job <laughs> with this life imitating art thing. Yeah. You know, he comes out, he's smoking, he's drinking, he looks completely exhausted throughout the whole. Match. <laughs> yeah. If you if you're talking about like living the gimmick. Right, he is essentially Trailer
1: Park Ric Flair.
2: That is is what he's doing.
1: Takes a lot of effort to retain your world title. I mean, you guys. I mean, who who did you guys ever beat? That's
2: fair. I beat I beat Coldstone Tim Boston under Filipino rules. Okay.
0: Well, Uh, I'm not gonna ask what those rules are. So I I did like woman stroke in the you know the Singapore cane. That was that was nice. By the way.
1: I love the visual of you just astutely looking at your notebook, like, hmm, what do we got here? Blood on the crotch, stroking a cane. Yes, that was great. Love that. No, oh, You've heard Continue. our show,
0: haven't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why I brought this you on. That's kind of stuff we look for. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah, Ray shows up, right? Does he? Thing. Probably. He's Mexican. Yeah. yeah, he showed up and uh, tried to help Conan, but, you know, to no avail. To no avail, yeah. Uh, but yeah, again, I put you know, something about woman being a you know, she helped a guy win, so had a yeah. girl, yeah,
1: <laughs> that is true. But for some reason, I thought they both just got knocked out, and that was it. But yes, woman does pull up Sandman, I guess, it's kind of a, a skeezy way to win, but uh, yeah, retains his title, and uh, woman has all the gold still, so that's good. I'm glad for her, yeah. uh, but after that. After that, we have what might be—you could argue—could be the match of the night: Stevie Richards, Studly Steve. St- sorry, Studly Stevie Richards, the king of swing, versus <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Sabu. Man, this was a an uh, interesting. Cause Sabu's just like so psychotic. He's just throwing chairs at Stevie. Stevie does. I agree in, in Stevie Richards being underrated because he plays this character so well. He's just running away from Sabu for a good chunk of like the beginning of it. I think he even jumps over the barricade into the crowd at some points. Um, you got your table spots. You have like tables or, uh, Sabu setting up a table ringside. He uh, goes to cross body Stevie off the apron through the table. But Stevie gets out of the way and Sabu just goes crashing through it. Uh, at some point Stevie gets hung up in the ropes like hanging in the inside of the ring Sabu comes off the top rope with a leg drop onto Stevie uh, off the ropes you got uh, Sabu throwing out planches to the outside onto Mini, who's ringside you got uh, jumping her and Canrana to Stevie over the barricade um, what else any, any, other, any other spots in this match kind of catch your guys' eye
2: well, I mean, right away, the knee to the need of the nuts. That's uh, always going to oh, be the course. spot that grabs me. Uh, I'm trying to, you know, on, on our show, we do a little thing every now and again called Decipher the Note. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what I was. Was there a guy named Paul that ever showed up during this match? Paul Heyman. Paul, Paul okay, yes. that's why. Okay, <laughs> I, uh, Fuck, man, I like I'm reading my notes. I was like, Paul, Paul. I don't remember Paul showing up here. Where was Paul? And I was like, who could Paul be? And then I was like, was it RVD? Did I make the note and didn't realize that I was? I knew RVD's actual name? And I was like, no, he's not Paul either. Uh, <laughs> I was fucking lost. Uh, uh, Stevie slips early in the match. Always funny when, I don't know, it's like a botchamania situation. Mm. Uh, Sabu is just, I mean, he's just captivating, right? Just watching him. He, he always he always grabs your attention and it, it's not always good, and it's it's, I wouldn't say that, it's, ever really bad though either. Like even when he fucks up, it is still yeah. super interesting. So, anytime that Sabu's on, he's going to grab your attention. I enjoy I enjoy a lot of what what Sabu does, and I think that you're probably right. This is probably the second best match of the night. What will the first one be? Well, Gigolo Jimmy Del Rey, All right. golly, come on.
0: <laughs> Continue, Duke. Man, so you had Paul wrote and written down there, and you couldn't put it together that it was Paul Levesque? Uh, and, uh shit. Paul Orndorff?
2: Or- like, I didn't know what... The- I'm sorry, man, I forgot. Lo- <laughs> long day at the goddamn
1: office. <laughs> that would be See, a-, this- a monkey rent yeah.
0: Stone. if Paul Orndorff came out.
1: Uh, that'd oh, that would be fucking amazing.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah, a lot of slide, I guess. This is prime time Sabu right here. Oh, doesn't yeah. doesn't really get any better than this as far as, like, his, you know, accuracy. It's still sloppy, but he's hitting everybody. Or yeah. he's hitting the spots, you know. Yeah. I man. remember getting the PWI 500 back in 96, and he was actually, like, number four or five on the list. So he was just tearing up the... the really? Uh, the, several different promotions. We talked about this on our Halloween special episode. Where he was on a WCW Nitro, randomly, he would he would pop, he would go from you know spot to spot and just you know kick ass for a while and then disappear. Um, that was kind of his his thing, but very very entertaining. You know, he covered all the all the main spots. He you know he does the uh, Sabu might still be wrestling, but I don't think he's ever. I don't think he was ever as uh, you know on point as he is during this time. I mean, mm-hmm. right away, so up the chair. Does the flying, the flying guy off of the chair. I think he probably jumps into the ground. It's an Arabian
1: guy off the chair, actually.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 What's that called? He calls
1: it like the Arabian face busters. It's the, like okay. So there's an Arabian face buster, which is just a leg drop with the chair, but then there's the atomic Arabian face buster, which is like a flipping, a flip off the top rope with the chair. No. Uh, and when he
2: went into, when he went into the crowd, that was Air Sabu into the crowd,
1: right? Of course, mm. he is uh, homicidal, as we all know. But uh, yeah, the ending stretch of this match—I mean, it felt like this is the only match in the show where there was like, like he, somebody was in a pin. It was like, oh my god, he's got him! Oh no, he doesn't! Like there was like good drama in the match. Like uh, mm-hmm. Stevie rolls Sabu up in a small package, kicks out. Sabu hits a lariat. Stevie follows up with a super kick. Um, and then, like I mentioned, Sabu eventually hits the atomic Arabian face buster and gets the win. But uh, yeah, like I said, very solid match, kind of surprising. I mean, I think Sabu, I mean, I've watched a lot of Sabu recently for whatever reason between this and his run in TNA and Sabu is mm-hmm. another guy I feel like is very underrated. I feel like he's not, I mean, he does, he is sloppy, but I feel like for the, for the most part, Sabu matches are very entertaining, I think.
2: Yeah, I, I 100% agree with you. It's it's always, he's always going to grab your
1: attention when he's on the screen. Yeah. Um, but that brings us to the main event. <laughs> we got a street fight on our hands, folks. And this is the reason we're all here, after all, because the show is titled House Party. And that's because it is the final <laughs> ECW match. There we go. There we go. I'll put hot stepper in the background for that. But...
2: <laughs> Here comes a hot
1: stepper. I don't the words. The final match for Public Enemy in ECW till they uh, scurry off to WCW. Crowd's obviously very uh, keen on this. There's a big you'll be back chant towards the Public Enemy which they just saw franchised Shane Douglas come back so it's Natural that they would feel that way. But, um, yeah, Public Enemy, man. I don't know how much of Public Enemy you guys have seen. I feel like if you've seen seen one match, you've kind of seen them all. (laughs) Seen uh, a ton
2: of Public Enemy, man. A ton. All right,
1: yeah, because are are Public Enemy, like, in the final years of WCW, or how long are they there?
2: uh, Boy, so they're gone before, like, the final years start to hit. But they mm-hmm. had a really strong they had a really strong run in in WCW '96 through like
1: boy oh it's right because then they go to WWE and then get
0: bullied out that's right
2: they, yeah that's they right. were they were in WWE and for just a less than a cup of coffee
0: yeah I I got to say this at least Johnny Grunge to a lesser extent Rocko Rock like you could tell that they just like you know ate their advance checks. <laughs> <laughs> say this, you, you, if if you look at one of the shows that we did, say Bash at the Beach or Hog, Hog Wild or something Hog like Wild. that, yeah. From from later on in '96, these guys are fat asses. Like, <laughs> they're not on this show though. They're looking pretty lean and mean on this show, are they? Well, that's that was like a big. I don't know why I just I just made note of that. It's like these guys are a lot smaller than they are just a few months later. So. <laughs> it took "Land uh, of the
1: Giants" the wrong direction, is what you're telling me. Well, Where I mean, big boys about, play. I'm guessing WCW
2: had catering and ECW probably didn't.
1: Yeah, well, that's probably true. It's yeah. probably true.
0: Probably sick of so. the cheesesteak at this point. So, <laughs> um, the, uh, yeah, they kind of go out of their way to throw out obscenities on the mic mm-hmm. at the beginning. No.
1: Now that you've seen the best, are you ready for the motherfucking best? <laughs>
0: like, well, this is so unnecessary? Why are you yelling? First of all,
1: Johnny Grunge. Yeah, there's right. a lot of I fucking love you guys. They're leaving,
0: you know. <laughs> right, they're
1: yeah. like, oh, you guys are the fucking best. Like, all right, we got it. Just yeah. get stabbed by New Jack or something. Like, right, we're here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which by the way, they they they're facing the gangsters, the team of Mustafa and New Jack. And um yeah, man, I, f- I feel like gangsters, public enemy. It's, it's just brawling around the arena, you know. This match actually, it felt like Mustafa and I think it was uh Rock. I'm trying to remember who was with who. Yeah, Mustafa and Rock were basically paired up the entire match in the ring, and they were like doing some actual wrestling in yeah. the ring. Like I think Mustafa had like an Indian deathlock of some sort, <laughs> which is like didn't expect that. Where you got Jack and. Uh, grunge in the crowd they do the spots off the stage and there's tables and lots of weapons of course enter the fray i mean uh, i think there's more pies in this one yep. somebody just, pie. Yep. which lends that your theory of a bake sale that that's probably accurate because who's bringing yeah. multiple pies to a wrestling show so
0: perhaps it was a bingo prize oh that could okay be yeah uh, like a like a pastry like of the
2: pastry version of a meat raffle, you're thinking? A meat sure. raffle. Yeah. yeah.
1: What's a meat right. raffle? Tell me. Oh boy, uh, you don't
2: you don't you don't you don't have meat raffles?
1: I, I, I might. I've just never heard that terminology before.
2: Okay. Okay. Well meat raffle is a pretty simple concept. You you go somewhere, they got a bunch of meat, and you buy a ticket, if they call your number, you get to go pick out what meat you want.
1: Okay, I thought this was like a a euphemism of some sort, but I guess not. It's just literally a raffle for meat. Okay, Yeah,
2: literally a a raffle for meat. You see it a lot in poor communities.
1: Right, yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, I've never really (laughs) sought one out personally, but I'll be on the lookout.
2: I could go buy meat, but I'd rather buy a raffle ticket and win it. (laughs) It tastes tastes better better when you win it.
0: Yeah. uh, What did you guys think of New Jack with that noose? right out of the mm. gate.
1: Yeah, they, stopped, they started off uh, hot and heavy here. I think Jack even stabs Grunge in the head with something to start off the match. Yeah, right away. Uh, I, <laughs> so I didn't
2: take many notes on this match
1: <laughs> at all. So I was trying
2: to figure out, I even wrote it down in my notes, because I loved ECW. Did I love it just because it was different? Like, is that the only reason? Because especially in this match, the action isn't very good. It's super violent. But it isn't very good. It's not a very good match. No. So I'm I'm guessing that at that point in my life I just really loved it because it was it was an alternative and it was different. But the match itself was not fun.
1: It was not enjoyable. It's mindless violence, yes. as for any public enemy gangsta's match, I feel like.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh their shirts say violent by design, so I mean Shit, yeah, you're right. I really That's should have paid attention the point to that actually. Yeah. Of the, of the deal. Well, oh, I made note of how filthy the ring is at this point. <laughs>
1: like, Someone needs the to the get him there and the,
0: clean it up. The blood and the pie and the yeah. Where's you know, that motherfucker in windbreakers?
2: They send him out with a broom.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I'd, I'd never seen a an iron used as a weapon before, so that was kind of that was kind of cool. Oh, of course you have. You watch the Flintstones. All right. They had irons in the flints? Uh, okay. Oh,
1: come on. I'll send you the link.
0: Jeff okay. Jarrett versus
1: China, at least. I mean, they used an yeah. iron in that one, right? Oh, oh
0: yeah.
1: Probably. Home <laughs> housekeeping or whatever the hell what that was called. Uh, have you ever seen a loaf of bread used in a match? <laughs> no. I'm pretty sure that's what that was. I'm pretty sure that's what Joey Styles said. Um <laughs> like nightsticks, a mad ball, which I think was what? Like a sock with a something in it a lacrosse a, ball maybe in there oh, a no. mad ball a mad ball you know that's what the um the fucking uh the pride and powerful from AW they had like the thing they like hit
2: oh okay it's like a gotcha. uh,
1: I don't know what it is somebody's listening it's like
2: oh, it's a. Fucking... I thought they fill it up with oranges wasn't that oranges? the gimmick? yeah because if you, you, if you hit somebody with a sack of oranges it doesn't leave bruises
1: <laughs> I don't know this is all new to me I'll keep that in mind, though. I don't know that for sure. That's not a fact that I would know. You said that with a lot of confidence.
0: so yeah, um, I, I say a lot of things with a lot of confidence. Yeah, That's why people right, believe yeah. what I'm fucking saying. <laughs> yeah, There's a good amount of nut either. shots in this one. Lots which, of them. Which is good. Um, on our last season of the Year Of podcast, we saw the Nasty Boys take on Public Enemy about five times. And... This was a little more enjoyable than that, I suppose, it's just because I was burned out on the nasties facing them. But there's more variety. They could, they were, uh, obviously more free to do kind of. Well, th- I don't know. Their their stuff in WCW is a lot of the, this same type of shit, but not quite as yeah. They they violent, they guess. pretty much
1: introduced tables
0: to WCW. I
1: don't know if they were the That's first true. ones, but they they that was a staple at least in the early because I'm. Rewatching it now, I and mean, I just saw where they debuted in the first match. They brought up like a double table spot, which is pretty crazy to see on WCW. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: oh, I, I got to say, I know this this isn't my show per se, but can we get a moment of silence for everybody except for Mustafa in this one? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Need a moment of silence. Have to have a
2: moment of silence, man. That's why we're here. We got to make sure we have a moment of silence for who'd you say, Duke? Uh, Grunge Rock and New Jack. Boy, three moments of silence and one roaring hell yeah for Mustafa still alive. He's still kicking man. All right. Well, all right, Duke. You're, you're right. I, I'm going to have to respect you on this. Uh, the triple moment of silence.
1: <clears throat> Fuck. Hold on. I had my soundboard ready for something. It's a moment. Ah, <laughs> oh, there it is. Oh, well. Well, I didn't that, post. Don't worry. Was that, was that a fucking drum roll? <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, I I was on the spot. I don't have my uh, fart noises loaded up. It's it's the whole thing. Gotcha. I understand. <sighs> Glad we but got yeah. that spot in, anyways. Yeah. Uh, God. Moment of silence is important. It is. It is not for the who else was who else is dead on this show? I guess not a lot. Honestly, surprisingly, I feel like you would see more on like a WWF show. Bubba's still there. Taz, man.
0: Gigolo's, that that would have been a. Kevin, you would have probably appreciated that more. Uh,
1: gigolo Jimmy Del
2: Rey is not dead. All right, he's still alive and Unfortunately. well. Unfortunately,
0: uh,
1: still alive and
2: well <laughs> in my in my heart. He will always live. Right? He's 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 uh, what is what's the, what's the old saying? He's he's gone, but never forgotten. He's not really gone though, because he's still he's still living a great. Life. He's <laughs> fuck you, Duke. All right, fuck. you.
1: <laughs> well, this is the match that happened. Is what I'm trying to say. You got a. <laughs> I did like the spinning toehold from Mustafa. I thought that was fun. Amongst the chaos, you have Mustafa put it locking in a rock and a spinning toehold. But then the tables get involved. You got Mustafa. hits a Vader bomb through rock through a table. You got rock hitting a moonsault through Mustafa through the table. Like I said, it's like rock and Mustafa are kind of just doing stuff in the ring while Jack and Grunge are finger fucking in the crowd somewhere. Hell Yeah. Uh, but ultimately, Mustafa hits the drive-by on Mustafa for the win, which is a swanton, essentially. And uh, so the Public Enemy get the win and their final ACW match. Uh, Rock grabs the mic, says fuck a bunch of times, and then uh, <laughs> you're all the fucking best fans in the world and all that. And one last dance with the locker room is what they ask for. And then we get like a, a video package of all their moments in ACW, which to be fair, Public Enemy, I mean, they were... They uh they they were one of the foundations of extreme championship wrestling. That's for sure. So uh, definitely a big moment seeing them leave here. I don't know. Do you guys have any uh, public enemy memories that come to mind? Well, well, they are
2: the. That's what opened when ECW became ECW. That's how they opened their first show was with the Public Enemy. Uh, so yeah. obviously big time deal for ECW. A couple of things that I guess bothered me as as far as like their ecw run uh well really the the they can wrestle that's the most frustrating thing is that they can wrestle and they just fucking don't mm-hmm. uh with this match itself and i don't know who you blame i'm guessing it has to be Heyman, but that's 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 the oldest like one of the oldest wrestling rules if you're on your way out you put somebody else over right because you're you're leaving and they don't i hate that they didn't do that with them. And then they gave him this huge, like almost, it was almost like a funeral video package after the match was over for a public enemy. It was just, it was a little much, uh, they went through to a great extent uh, to put them over, even though that they, they were leaving. So that's the part that I, I didn't care for as far as this goes, but overall, I mean, I've always been a big fan of public enemy.
0: That was a, uh... I didn't expect that tribute at the end, um, but yeah, it was it was kind of like a kind of like a funeral type thing. Well, not uh, re- it'd be a really really weird funeral type of video, but I want that played uh, at my funeral. Uh, the public, public enemy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: Just throw everybody for a fucking
0: loop. Yeah. <laughs> there was a couple of funny spots in there, like when they're drunkenly driving the golf cart and they're getting arrested by the cop for who knows what uh jumping into the limo. Mm. <laughs> yeah, this who was These guys were the first uh responsible for the first time I ever seen anybody go through a table, so they were they were important. For yeah. Sure. Um they I mean, yeah, Kevin you're right. They can wrestle. Mhm. Um that you're right. That's probably what made that, that Nasty Boys feud so like unsatisfying was that all they were doing was hitting each other with shit and nobody was selling anything, yeah. <laughs> you know? And a couple, of big, couple yeah. of big goons like this, you wouldn't expect it out of them, especially Rocco Rock, he was a pretty pretty good high flyer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, I mean, they got the crowd going like nobody's business, too. We had this, yeah. this bid all the time, Oof. and I'm pretty certain... I could be wrong, but weren't they involved when they all the uh, that spot where the fans covered the ring with yes. chairs? Yes. Yep, yep. Yeah. Uh not the chairs. Uh, yeah, it was they, they were re-
1: celebrating a match. Yeah. And they invited yeah. the fans in the ring and then they broke oh, that, the ring. Ring
0: collapsed. Yeah. Ah right, right. That that chairs spot wasn't them though.
1: No, that was uh Terry Funk and
0: Cactus Boy, Jack, I think. Could have been, yeah. Probably. Yeah. yeah. I must be. Yeah, I was, it all I was blurs getting, together. Getting yeah, but as far as being over like that, nobody was as over as these guys. Um, no. Man, so. that entrance, legendary.
1: Hot stepper. And, Can't beat it.
0: Yeah, and it's fun, you know. I mean, the Dudleys are the ones that get the credit for the tables, but I don't believe that they did it first, so. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean... It was uh, it was what what do you laughed about there, jackass?
2: I can't get fucking hot stepper out of my mind now. <laughs> so <laughs> you you're, t- you're yeah you're making you're making you know some pretty damn fine points, but in my head all I'm hearing is I'm the hot stepper.
1: Fair enough. <laughs> but uh yes boys that brings uh house party 1996 to a close and any other overall thoughts on the show any uh anything we missed anything
2: boy no nothing i don't i don't think we 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 well, we likely did miss something just because they jammed way too much shit into this show. Um mm. uh, it was it was it was super active. Uh what I do want to do now though is go back and watch other ECW to see if I was wrong. In my youth, was I wrong for being such an ECW fan cuz I
1: wouldn't this, go this before make,
2: this. I was going to say this didn't make me feel right. It certainly <laughs> didn't make me feel right, man. It was it was a rough watch. It was a rough watch and Uh, Jiggle jimmy being there man i was jumping up i was doing the jiggle in my in my office here watching it i was super happy they really did him pretty dirty i was kind of disappointed in that but uh, i see it i don't know if it's worth a rewatch or not like i don't know if i'll need to go back and watch this this event itself
0: i mean Hmm. it was it was hard to stay engaged at points because of the, the the chaos but i will say this had uh this had a little bit of a uh, little bit of kind of everything you, uh, you know, everything you like about wrestling, or everything I like about wrestling. You know, had had good wrestling, good high. F- you know, there was a little bit of everything in here. There was just kind of, it could have been put together better. I suppose, to make a more time. compelling product, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like I said at the top of the show, I. I laughed at how that big melee, melee, whatever, at the beginning, how that just turned into a tag team match. Yeah. <laughs> like everybody's just Teddy going nuts and background. all of a sudden there's a referee and fucking nine one one and Ray are on a team. Yeah, okay, you yeah. know it's, uh, the legendary tag team of
1: nine one one and Rey nine one one and six one nine, huh? That's ah, something. there it we is. go. Yeah, here we go. That's uh... Six one nine one one. Oh come on now we're cooking mm. with gas if uh, i uh if i didn't want you guys to plug your shit i would just cut it right there but that's the right that's the right thing yeah. to do <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to these guys but yes boys that uh once again thank you for making the time to check out the show and come on uh, recap it where can everybody find you guys in the year of podcast
2: so you can find the Year of Duke and Rogue podcast on Twitter at Year of Pod. Uh, if you want to go back and listen to our catalog, we you just search gorilla Brain Wrestling Podcast wherever get your wherever you get your pods. That's uh, at GBW Pods on. Uh, Twitter and you there's an Instagram gorilla gorilla brain wrestling podcast on or on Instagram there's a Facebook group gorilla brain wrestling podcast on Facebook what the hell else is there we have a PWT store just look up gorilla brain wrestling podcast on the PWTs I, I don't know what am I missing here Duke?
0: Uh, nothing perfect nailed it you know (laughs) that was that was a cliffhanger too man (laughs) that was i mean yeah we got our first three seasons and change on the spotify um right now we're 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 working through some real tough to watch stuff the wcw in the year 2000 real bad stuff but uh i think you'll enjoy listening to us talk about it we're going to be covering super brawl 2000 sometime here Ooh. yeah i was uh, uh i was listening to you guys run down like the entire
1: like last year or two of wcw i was like oh it was just miss <laughs> after miss <laughs> after rolled ankle after oh it was just oh, I, th- I thought maybe ecw might be a, a good change of pace but uh maybe yeah. not maybe not.
0: <laughs> I, I enjoyed it it's kind of the opposite of well all it's it, there's similarities but differences you know uh I was gonna say it's kind of the opposite of what just happened with WCW, but uh, you know, kind of not
2: really. <laughs> well, you know,
0: pe- people's checks were bouncing here. People were they were throwing money away in WCW. That's a good point. I don't know. It's just the uh, the violence, but the the chaotic bullshit. That that's a if this is if this makes sense, probably doesn't. But if you know if wcw in the year 2000 was more of a shit show than this show was okay in my opinion yeah Uh, okay but it remind it did kind of remind me of all the different moving parts not really coming together at all Mm -hmm. you know but i don't know ecw knew who they were you know they knew they were uh
1: bloody penises at the end of the day so yeah that's how they identified at least once again, thank you to Kevin and Duke from the Year of Podcast for joining me. For 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 partying it up with me, folks. <laughs> Go check out the Year of Podcasts. Wherever you listen to podcasts, you'll find it under the Gorilla Brain banner. Uh, all their info in the description below. Go check out those boys. A great group of lads. Uh hilarious. I mean, as you can, as you listened, <laughs> you you very well know they're uh their humor. So go check them out and uh, check me out. Why don't you apron for all my full episodes, all that shit. You know where to find me uh, apron bump across the board on social media. Psh- rate the podcast, review the podcast, buy a shirt suck my nipples call me a little calf and milk me until i'm curdled i don't know i uh fell down a hill there sometimes you just start talking and see what noises come out but that's all i got for you guys today thank you guys so much for listening i truly love you all big big smooches all around i'm hard
0: around you started the